everyone happy monday welcome to the verse of the day my name is maxine and may god bless you all i hope all is well with you the verse of today is a lovely verse that comes from the lovely book of acts chapter 1 verse 20 i will be reading it from the king james version i hope you have started the week well may god bless you mightily and i pray that the holy spirit walks with you as you fulfill your obligations for the week may you be blessed may you be favored may god bless the work of your hand may god bless your families may god bless your mind body and spirit as you receive the word today holy spirit you are welcome in this place Oh, Heavenly Father, my Lord God, you are a mighty, awesome King, my glorious Father in heaven. I worship you. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are great. You are mighty. You are strong. You are loving. You are true. You are faithful. You are wise. You are kind. You are a mighty warrior. You are light. Oh God, I cannot even think of the words that can come. But when I think of you, I just think of love. I think of joy. I think of greatness. I think of of mightiness I think of support that strong tower the salvation and the deliverance God you are great and I will exalt and extol your name Oh, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, thank you for the gift of salvation. I thank you for my Father in heaven sent you to save me. And out of love, you have saved me. You have shown me what the power of sacrifice is. Oh, my heavenly Jesus Christ, I adore you. I worship you. You are my mighty Lord and Savior. I am glorified and humbled to, to serve under your authority. Oh, Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost consuming fire, the life of God, the spirit of all spirits that has all power all authority all dominion the spirit that raised jesus christ from the death or the spirit that quickens our mind and body and spirits oh i praise you oh holy spirit thank you Thank you for the light. Thank you for the guidance. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the knowledge of God. Thank you for searching the deepest parts of God in his mind and giving us that relevant information that we need. I ask you to continue to walk with us. I ask you to continue to host yourself in us for we are your temple and we choose to walk with you each day. As the word became flesh, let this word dwell within us. Let us cause it, um, let, let it cause a massive change in our lives so that not only can it impact us it can impact those around us i ask all this trusting and believing in jesus christ my lord and savior amen acts chapter 1 verse 20 and i'll be reading it from the king james version for it is written in the book of psalms let his habitation be desolate and let no man dwell therein and his bishopric let another take now this is a scripture that was also seen in psalms 109 verse 8 if you look at psalms 109 verse 8 it talks about the same thing and this is um, a song that david wrote and he was saying that let his days be few and let another take his office and this is when he was referring to people who had um, caused him adversity and he says that there would be a reward for those who caused him pain and that would be through the eyes of God and he said that for those who had caused him adversity he wanted a wicked man to be set over them 
and Satan to stand at their right hand. And the person who was wicked, that wicked adversary would be judged and condemned and the prayers that he made would become sin. And so his days would be few and whatever office that he occupied, another person was going to occupy that office. And in Acts chapter 1 verse 20, these are the same words of Peter when he was referring to Judas Iscariot after the ordeal that happened when he had betrayed Jesus Christ. And so Peter was standing in the midst of his disciples and there were about 120 and he was telling them that there had to be fulfillment of the scripture of which David had spoken concerning Judas because Judas was in the ministry of Christ, Judas was taken up by Jesus. And despite learning the ways of Christ, Judas was inhabited by Satan and he was fulfilled by temptation and manipulation and deception. And he ended up betraying Jesus Christ and he ended up purchasing a field out of the 30 pieces of silver that he got from the the Pharisees because he sold Jesus. But despite getting that reword he ended up having so much guilt concerning what he did and he took his own life and even at that point that same land that he had dwelt in the place that he had died was a place that it was written that it was a field of blood for that is where judas's blood had been shed and so the fulfillment of the scripture peter is talking about that when you are in a situation of life that you continuously engage in negativity as a human being. It can reach a point where the end result of your activity and your intentions will leave you in a compromised, destructive position. And God is saying that persisting sin, continual disobedience, continual rebellion will end up putting you in a position where you'll be desolate, isolated, left with nothing, left in a place where there's unproductivity, there's unfruitfulness. It's just chaos and destruction that follows one another. And there is something important, Peter says here, that even in that environment that you're existing in that is negative, no other person will want to dwell in it. And so that means you will isolate yourself from help. You will isolate yourself from support. You will isolate yourself from what can help you be delivered from that situation. And you'll just dwell in that destruction. And when you're such a person, people will tend to ask, but God made us in our image and likeness. God has good intentions for everyone. How can you let somebody go through this when God has a plan and a purpose for them? When I read this scripture, I realized that God has the power to take the specific blessing, anointing, and ordination he has for you and give it to somebody else. And this is a very humbling revelation. When he says that your bishopric can be taken by somebody else, it means that you can reach a stage in life where God sees where you're headed is so negative and destructive that whatever he had planned from the day you are created, he will let another person have. It means he can take what was bound to be in your destiny and put it into the life of somebody else. 
this should be a revelation that is humbling for us to understand that we do not have time and we don't have room to sin as freely as we think. We don't have time and room to just keep on causing destruction and chaos in our own lives and yet alone other people's lives. You know, sometimes we operate in this world thinking that whatever I do is just for me and it will not affect anybody else. But you're born into a family, you're born into a society, you're born into a system. You might realize that the actions you take have consequences on other people as well. You might be that person who is taking their time to know God or taking it as a joke or being careless about God in your life. Yet he had made a plan for you to be uplifted spiritually so that you can bless others, probably through evangelism, through, probably through Bible study teaching, probably through speaking the word and prophesying or interpreting dreams and interpreting tongues and speaking in tongues that would uplift and intercede for others. And And yet, you're probably doing something that is totally opposite to what God had planned in your life. Maybe engaging in destructive behavior. God is telling us that there is a point where, or there is a limit where that blessing he had placed in your life to be that prophet, to be that intercessor, to be that that praying warrior, he can take it away from you. Do not let yourself be in that position. And God is not merciless. God gives us Jesus Christ. He gives us Jesus Christ to show us the way. He gives us Jesus Christ to show us how to behave and how to act in the eyes of God so that we are aligned to his glory. He gives us rules, regulations, commands, and instructions. But he also teaches us. He gives us wisdom. He gives us knowledge. And he gives us mysteries to the kingdom that we can use in order to tap into the blessings that exist in the presence of God to prosper. God has always said that as you prosper in the world, let your soul prosper. You are of no value if your soul doesn't prosper. You are of no value if your spirit is not filled and aligned and one with the Holy Ghost. So as we start our week, God has a plan for us. It takes a heart of courage to face our personal iniquities and our weaknesses look within ourselves and our negative ways and ask God to show us the things we have done that have pushed us away from him and you have the moment to repent you have the moment to take a few minutes of your life to just tell God I am sorry for what I've done I'm sorry for what I've done to others and what I have allowed myself to do in the presence of others God forgives and when he forgives and he sees Jesus Christ in you. He sees the blood that was shed. And so the consequence of your sin is no longer death. The consequence of your sin is the blood of Christ that brings the life of God into your mind, body, and spirit. And the Holy Spirit quickens you and makes you alive. And you are now walking with the Holy Spirit who will not only guide you, but he will transform you. So I pray that you start the week repentant because there is nothing wrong being repentant there's nothing wrong being open to God saying I'm sorry I messed up but don't let yourself be so careless about it 
or take it so unseriously to the point where you end up being desolate, to the point where no man can associate a bee around you, to the point where God allows another human being to take your destiny, to take your bishopric. Have a lovely Monday and may God bless you.